Blog right. Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, in Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Grand Rising, everybody, and welcome to Self Self Care, um, the Female Solution. Um, we are on uh, seven days a week, right? And we are all aimed at raising the consciousness of the universe. And today we're talking about unlocking your intuition. And how do you, how does working with energy unlock your uh, psychic abilities, um, how does it help you reprogram your life, um, how does it allow you to self-heal, and how does it help you access greater clarity and mental focus, um, and how do we access our or better access our mind, body, spirit, right? Because our awareness, our subconscious mind is really running the show. Our subconscious mind really runs 95% of everything that we do, which means we're only 5% in the game. There's only 5% of us 
I mean, the 5% of what we say and do is driving the bus. And in the book, uh, with Jim Collins, Good to Great, is that in order to build a good business, and I would say also a happy life, you have to have the right people in the right seats, and you have to have the right person driving the bus. And I would then apply that concept to what thoughts are driving your show, um, what is it that um, has you tick, and what are you doing to assess um, what are you doing to assess who you are, why you do what you do, the good and the not so good, because look, we're all flawed, right? We are all flawed. And so how are you, how are you doing that? Um, and we're going to talk about that today. I have um, psychic medium on the show, Thomas Sawyer, and um, he is uh, a brilliant psychic, and he has intuition um, and insights to things that I think that most people don't have. So um, I'm very excited to welcome him. Uh, it's a little early in the morning for Thomas, so because he's uh, one hour behind. And I remember when I used to do the show from Central Time, and let's just say it was a bitch to get up that early in the morning. <laughs> so let's send him some grace, right, that he's up early. Um, morning is not his thing. So let's bring on psychic medium Thomas Sawyer. Hello. Hi. You. Oh. I apologize. I usually wake up at about 9 a.m. Yeah, well, so do I. So there you go. <laughs> but this is the one day a week that I get up yeah. early. So, um, so, and I want to just, before we even get started, just welcome um, uh, Tay and Chris to the show. Uh, they're, um, um, they are here uh, listening on YouTube. Um, thank you for sharing the link on Twitter, and good morning, Chris. And then we have several listeners on Blog Talk as well, and I'm sure people will be joining us from other parts of the world. So, um, without further ado, how is working? Because I'm also, I'm looking over here. I've got several computers. So, <laughs> how is working with energy supposed to help us unlike unlock our psychic abilities? Energy exists in every facet of our life. So we have it in our body. Like we store, we, according to Edgar Casey, we store karma in our body. We store karma in different areas. Like when we start working with energy, we start to unlock, whether that's from past lifetimes, et cetera, we start to unlock that energy within ourselves. But we start, and even working with energy in itself, sometimes different chakras, like behind me with this map, um, those areas can have energy get stuck in them. And when you start to have like, when you start working with energy yourself, you start unlocking those different energetic centers within you. But more importantly, like being psychic, when you have your third eye or crown chakra, you start unlocking access to other dimensions, other higher spiritual levels where you can tap into and see. So, um, I'm going to 
you know, like I, I know the answers to a lot of these things, but I'm going to ask them anyway, since I'm assuming um, some of our listeners won't know. When you say other dimensions, what does that really mean? How, how, can, well, how can we explain we, that? we come from a lot of different places, but I don't think people realize whether it's the Akashic Records, which I'm sure you're familiar with, or other areas, um, we can unlock those spiritual centers. So we can unlock going into those dimensions, such as past lifetimes of other planets, uh, what some people would deem as heaven, the source, God. We could move into those dimensions, move into those different frequencies. Um, we can see our past lifetimes. We can move into seeing angels and sometimes interacting with ghosts that are around us. Like, for instance, I'm out here in Louisiana. There's a lot of plantations and stuff of this nature. Um, I'm seeing a lot of times ghosts in different places that are stuck here because other people can't see them, whether their memories of the past are actually physically there is debatable, but sometimes I'm crossing them over. Yeah, I do that too. It just uh, came to me something, Thomas, and I know this is going to happen a lot. So uh, <laughs> we're, mm-hmm. because when you and I are together, we downloads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you and I can be childlike. I mean, we can also be pretty pissy, but but you know, we can be. We're childlike. Our mind is childlike enough, which is allows us to. And I, when I say childlike, I mean under the age of six, right? Um, which allows us to see, feel things that by the time you're older. Um, Spirit's telling me fear sets in, and that fear is what stops you from seeing what's really right in front of you, like somebody who's trying to pass over. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, I, we're so programmed by our reality. I think it's part of what with energy is that everything around us is programming us, whether mm-hmm. that's our religion, whether that's an app, the, the internet, your TV, your surroundings, your family. We, we almost have to be childlike because you, you have to realize there's so much out there that we can tap into. There's so much out there we can see. Um, if you approach everything, it's like a friend of mine said, two very successful psychics. He's like, when I learned to forget everything and looked at everything as new, I could see all the potentials that were there. Meaning you could see all the different energies when you let go of every belief system you have. I mean, it's, it's kind of like um, the former teacher that we, we both had. Is that it's something that came to my awareness when I started working with her. So I was like, oh, there's a whole nother level to this that exists. There's, there's, there's things I've been seeing my whole life since I've been a child or flashes of energy or Right? Lights out of the corner of my eyes. Which yeah. they said was floaters. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, when, like, I used to be told they had floaters. I'm like, I don't really think so. They're not floaters. It was spirit. And what really yeah. became clear to me is, um, it, was, it was 2020, I was in uh, Michigan um, and in Pentwater on Lake Michigan. And I was taking a video with my phone, and I saw this 
um, ball of energy weaving in and out. And it was a, um, it was a portal, right? It was a portal to another part of the universe. And, um, and people, I mean, I see this in, or, or, and sometimes I get that it's in an angel. I mean, I have to feel and hear what it is at that point in time, but it's the one that I'm referencing in Michigan, it was a portal to another part of the universe. Um, and so, um, when are we going to choose to open, to, to release the fear and open our minds, right? That's, I, I believe that's the key. Um, and I also, before you say anything, pull, I'm just going to say one thing because I want us to pull it in for the whole show. Yeah. Today's 8-8. The Lion's Gate is open. Mm-hmm. And the Lion's Gate, as I understand, is really about releasing these fears that are stopping us from being who we are and step into who our man, greatest, the greatest versions of ourselves and manifest what we want. So as you and I bring people in today, to talk about intuition. Let's also talk about possibility and what that looks like today. Shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's the key is the possibility of what you can be. Like, what does that mean? Um, I think for years or decades, they, whoever they are, whoever's in control, have not wanted us to see our full potential of what we could be. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to open up in a way to spirituality or into a new way of being or even sensing things in a new way that we've never seen before. And it's scary because a lot of people are waking up to their spiritual connections, that they're light beings and a human body. And what does that fully mean for everybody? I mean, that, that's a whole other can of worms. But what does that mean? How do you step into that understanding of yourself? How do you step into the understanding of that you're multidimensional, that you can do things like heal people or talk to people that have crossed over or go into heaven? Because it's, it's so downplayed by religious and ideology and stuff of this nature, and not downplaying any of those things by any stretch. But it's, it's become so hardwired in our psyche about how we view things. Yeah, and I've recently been <clears throat> um, verbally attacked for my spirituality, like for the fact that, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who, have, who are listening here today because we have a lot of, you know, psychic and spiritual people here listening on the show. And I've recently been spirit attacked for my spirituality, for my ability to hear, for my ability to speak to animals, you know, like all of that, right? And I don't really take it personally, um, but I did ask the person, I said, okay, so it was a family member, right? <laughs> so I said to the family member, I said, you know, I've never judged you for not accessing your spirituality, <laughs> you know, because we don't want to judge people either for not accessing their spirituality because I understand. So here, here's was my download uh, uh, years ago. 
you know, I mean, part of it's a download and part of it's based in what we know. We, um, we know that, you know, like Joan of Arc was burned at the stake, right? Um, we know that people were uh, hung and burned and stoned for seeing, hearing, feeling. And, and so I have it through the Akashic Records that many people buried their gifts to avoid the stoning, the, the burning, like all of that. It's a recurring theme. A lot of people are afraid to step into their gifts because of that happening to them. Because they, they have those past life memories and they're afraid of stepping out. I guess in some ways I'm lucky. I mean, I'm a six foot four male. I'm like 230 pounds. So people don't really, if I say I'm psychic, people don't really mess with me. But you know what's funny, Thomas? I think I'm a six foot four male and a hundred there's or a judge there, whatever you are. Yeah. I I walk like I'm that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, sorry. But yeah, people don't like change and that's the thing is that when you challenge belief systems and, and ways of people that that's their normal way of life, which is understandable, honestly. It's going to it's going to irritate them. But I, I find it's the way you approach it in my life. I find it's the way you approach it. So, like, if I go to someone, usually if I just say I'm psychic, they'll open up. But it just depends on the person. I always have to gauge that. What does that mean to them? And how are they going to react? But a lot of people are waking up, whether I'm on Rumble or other accounts now, it's people are a lot more apt for it. Well, they know, they feel something's changing, right? Yeah. And so... They, they need help in navigating what they're feeling because they don't have words for it. And I remember not having words for what was happening to me. It was kind of scary. But what does it really mean? I mean, so if, if, you're, if, you, so if you're working with energy, how do, like, like for me, how I look at this, if I, you know, one of the things that we said that we're going to talk about today on the show is how working with energy can unlock, unlock your psychic abilities. And so we talked about accessing the Akashic Records. And so I think that there's probably some people tuning in who don't know what that means. And Akashic yeah. Records are simply the historic records of you, okay, <laughs> right? And of the universe, right? Because the Akashic Records are not just for you. They're for, like, everything. And so um, if you can tune in and be aware of how you feel inside when you're let's say, hiking in the woods, distinct from when you're sitting in front of a computer in your office. Well, how do you feel differently? It starts, in my opinion, with a self-awareness. How are you feeling? Um, is there agitation when you're in your, at your desk in front of your computer? No surprise if it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's another frequency that doesn't harm, it's not harmonized um, with your body. Um, why don't you go ahead and talk to that? I think it's important to really look at how you feel right now. There's a lot of that happening. There's a lot of depression, especially within psychic people. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are feeling depression. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling sadness. I say this to clients all the time because I think they see us on screen and they don't really see the general of like who we are. Uh, 
the thing is, I'm like, we all go through this. Like, the stuff we have to question all the time is about ourselves. But working with energy will help you unlock that. You have to be very, it's like, Jody, I've never in my life been so sensitive in the last three months. Did like, I? I don't even know what it is. Did like, I? I've never been so sensitive emotionally or in, in these different ways or picking up energy from people. I, I've always prided myself on being able to handle certain things. And I'm just like, I can't be around this person. I can't be over here. I can't be over there. And, and me moving all over the country just randomly to different places, a lot of my work's online. It's, it's shown me like different areas of energy, whether I was in Savannah, Georgia, you talk about just energy, energy in general. It's very heavy over there. It's one of the most haunted cities in the United States. It's, it's very most, heavy. What kind of energy? You said. Just, it's like very, there's so many like ghosts and they're replaying past events from like the Civil War and they're having ghost tours or almost like the buildings there from the 1600s, well, et cetera. So they're replaying that constantly. And it's like they're just waking up that energy over and over again. And then when that comes into play, I see people affected by that energy. Like I'll see people, there's there's the whole in the Oriental mythos, like the 1500s of the hungry ghosts. So I would see things, I would see ghosts sometimes attached to people. That's not a normal thing. But I would see it over there. Oh, I see it all the time. I, I see it, actually, I mostly feel it. Like, as soon as somebody walks, I mean, I, I know, I um, I have to clear people. We, we're having a lot of men at the house, <laughs> and they pull up, and I feel it. I'm clearing them before they get to the door, you know? <laughs> and even yeah. though I have a waterfall on my door, an energetic waterfall on my door, so people, you know, when they come in, they leave their gunk behind. Uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't work, right? So um, I want to answer your question, which is you're not sure why you're so sensitive. I have a sense, and it's not just you, it's all of us, right? Um, no. We're having a lot of solar flares, and those solar flares are not only putting a ton of radiation um, on the Earth, and which, of course, then is on us, which uh, disrupts our ability to put up our shield. Um, our, our own energetic shield, so it makes us more sensitive. But then um, it's just disrupting that radiation. Um, let me just let me just uh, access this. It's like it's disrupting the homeostasis of the universe of of of, of Earth, actually, not the universe. It's it's disrupting the homeostasis of Earth such that. We walk around feeling uneasy, temperamental, um, and uh, like not in center is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's, it's very off. And with this Lionsgate portal, it's a, it's a whole new thing. I've been feeling this portal. Jody, I, I haven't really ever felt portals before. It's not something I've studied. Am I freezing on your end, Jody? No, or not at you? all. Okay, let's yeah. make sure. Okay. So, Am I freezing on your end? No, but it could just be my Wi-Fi, as long as I'm not freezing up here. So, no, um, yeah. is that like I've never felt this energy before? But as you're as you're channeling about the solar flares and the other things that are happening with the Earth, it's just we're rising to a new level of ascension. Like we're rising to a new level of self-awareness of our own energetic selves. 
And as I've said before, whoever they are that's running things, I don't want to get into all that, but it feels like it's a whole, like they've, they've been trying to stop that, whether that's governmental structures, whatever, they've been trying to stop that from happening. But it's happening regardless. I mean, the light's already won. We, we see the world as going so negative, and I think that's part of the programming as well. But people are not realizing their own multidimensional nature, their own ways of tapping into the realities that are around them. And that a lot of times we come from other places and other star systems, and we've had past lifetimes there. We hold that within our genetic structure. And there's so much you could go into with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm listening to spirit. I know you can tell because of the look on my face. <laughs> Boom. So I, in my 3D self, was thinking all these solar flares and the radiation was a bad thing. It's not. No. No, it's not. It's preparing us for where we need to go. And so it's the universe supporting us. It's, it's, it's. Oh, spirit saying it's un it's it's not it's unlocking. Hold on a second, I can't hear clearly. Unlocking a new dimension, kicking out energy we don't need, and setting setting the path for the future. Did did no. you know that? Because I did not know that. Yeah. Um. I mean, whether it's been channelers like Chiron or whoever, they've talked about this for years. Um, it's a whole other can of worms. But just within yourself, that, that's really the topic of the program. So, like, what are you feeling within yourself? What energy is coming up within yourself? What what energy are you starting to feel as, oh, I'm just going to channel this, as a byproduct of what's happening around you? Are you starting to feel like, repressed emotions with your energy? Are you feeling all these traumas that are coming to the surface? And how are you dealing with that? How's that going to bring you into a greater state of awareness with yourself when you truly start to tap into what you are? Those things have to be dealt with. So what happens if people choose not to deal with them, Thomas? I think it's just going to get worse. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I think it's going to get a bit worse. Um, it's really hard to do. Even as a psychic, it's really hard because we're more, I don't want to say we're more tapped in, but we're tapped in on a level that... We are more tapped in. Yeah, I know. know. Um, We are more tapped in. I don't care what you say. There you go. Yeah, yeah, we're more tapped in. So, it's and then it's kicking up all this stuff. So, it's like, you're like, oh, Lord, that, that happened to me when I was 10. I didn't know that was still a problem in my head. But, like, as you know, as you start to go through, like, one thing, it can hit your root chakra, then it can hit your sacral, then it can hit your solar plexus, your heart, your throat, you know, before it goes out. Or whenever it hits your heart chakra, it can go out. But it's like you're dealing with that repressed emotion or trauma on every single level as it's working its way out of your system. So, yes, and, you know, our friend Philip had said that the solar – Flares are taking us back to these traumas, even yeah. if they are resolved traumas. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
which I, so the question is why are they taking us back to these traumas that are supposedly resolved? Do you have to be clear? To be clear, I, I, I feel like it's energy we don't need within ourselves. Oh, like to release it completely out of the frequency. Yes. So that we, so let's explain what that means. Do you want to explain it or should I? Well, it's, it's, I've been facing a lot of things lately. So like I, I, I smoke nicotine. Um, you're not going to hear a lot of psychics say that. But the point is, is that my guys like, we don't like this. And I'm like, I, I'm going to keep smoking. But they keep yelling at me. But the thing is that energy is not working with me anymore. Ooh, like they said they were going to make it so it works. Yeah, they're like, how much can you take? They'll do that. They go, Thomas, how much can you take? They go, you know you're strong. But how much can you take? How much can you take? They're like, And so you say, no, I'm done. And that's that's part of it. It's, it's a lot to deal with. And then even emotionally, like certain things just keep, you'll see in your life that things repeat over and over again. It's usually like spirit, God, source, universe telling you what is it that is happening over and over again that you're not learning that lesson. And how are you going to deal with that moving forward? Like, are you going to do it differently? Like, say it's a relationship. Are you going to do it differently the next time? Are you going to react the same way this time? We have a caller. Okay. Let's. So it's 312-632, and we're going to bring you on, and... Uh, uh, please share where are you calling from, which is, I'm guessing, is Chicago, what your name is, and what your question is. Okay. Hi, Admiral Nelson Day. I um, think um, it has to do with our uh, being tested. There's a process, uh, you know, in the Nation of Islam, and I learned this recently, uh, uh, that uh, pretty much we're to be tested. And uh, that's pretty much what's happening to see how we act because we're under observation 24-7, 365. And who's calling? I'm sorry. Andrew Clarence Merrill Nelson. I now style myself as Admiral Nelson Bay. Admiral Nelson Bay. And so you say we're being tested. Um, to see how we act. Because to see how we act. Because we are, uh, I, I call myself, I, I say my, my social orientation is thespianism, that I'm an actor on the world stage. Um, uh, the theater of whose operations is the entire planet. <laughs> yeah, and the, he says he's an actor on the stage, and just in case, because sometimes we uh, we have connection issues, but... He's saying he's uh, a thespian. He's an actor on the stage in the theater is the world's planet, which is really just so brilliant. <laughs> Do you have a I was quoting verbatim from the Universal House of Justice. I was, I, that's a verbatim quote of the Universal House of Justice culminating the Second Baha'i World Congress in which uh, he said, the theater of whose operations is the entire planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's brilliant. Do you have a question for Thomas or or, or for me or or um, what is your um, uh, email address? Um, I'm Andrew Nelson Bay at gmail dot com, brother Thomas, and uh, 
that way I can directly get in contact with you. Yeah, so it's actually right now going across the screen on YouTube if you have that up. So um, the email address is jody at tucsonessentials.com. And Thomas, I'm going to create a banner for you. If you go into the private chat, or if you, um, that may be tough to do from your phone. Why don't I yeah. um, make your life easy? Um, uh, let me get Thomas's email up. Hold on a second. They can also go to my website, thomassawyer.com. Yeah. So Thomas, um, he's a, a metaphysical specialist, spiritual guidance and healing. Um, and I just I, your last name, Thomas. It's Sawyer. I don't see it. How do you spell that, please? It's dot com at the end. So Sawyer is uh, S-A-W-Y-E-R. ThomasSawyer.com. Yeah. Is your um, email address there also? I'm getting that for you now. So his um, email address, and I'm also putting this into the thread, is... Um, the angel architect. Um, the angelic architect. The angelic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're fine. I'm going to throw Angelic architect. Um, the angelic architect at gmail.com. 777. I don't yeah. know if you remember that. You might saw my phone number there, too. So I, I do. I'm just, it's morning. So the yeah. angelic architect seven 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 at gmail dot com. Yeah. So. Okay. So anyway, the angelic yeah. Architect um, seven 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 yeah. at gmail dot com. I shall um, uh, write to you today. I'm on my way to uh, Harold Washington Library, and in the subject, I'll just say, the theater of whose operations is the entire planet. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll get back to you for the Universal House of Justice. All right. Well, thank you so much, Andrew. We are going to take our next caller at 312-882. And if you would share your name and where you're calling from. Again, I guess it's from Chicago, but, you know, you could have moved like me. So let us know where you're calling from and your question. Hi, welcome to the Female Solution uh, Self Cell Care. And what is your Thank name you. and where are you going from? Thank you for taking my call, uh, Jody. This is Minister Robert Floyd Plump, Chicago, Illinois. And uh, it's a beautiful day, yeah, as we say, the day that the Lord has made in the earth, in the universe, which is the whole planet. Uh, I was uh, thinking about what uh, uh, you had said, you know, earlier, uh, use a word uh, for healing, and I uh, appreciate uh, self-care, you know, uh, which to me it comes to mind of a healing of oneself uh, on the planet Earth uh, as well as throughout the universe. Now, my question is, are you or your guests or both aware that today is in healing equals to 23? So uh, the female solution, thank God for the female solution, and especially So what's your you, question? Jody, doing... Wait, wait, what's your question? Okay, I will. 
I, I will. Uh, today is a, I get you are to the point. Aware? There's uh, lots of people question. listening, and they, they just need you to get to the point. Are you aware of today that is a healing day, and it's a 23 yes. day? Yes. That's what we yes. started well, the that's, show. Yes. That's, that's good. That's That's excellent. And uh, the next level would be the par excellent uh, because today is 8 8 uh, 2023. That's as up to be the Lions game. Uh, 23 day. Well, you know, yes, people and other. It's a what? Today is the Lions Gate. Today to manifest your reality, to release what doesn't serve you. Right, right. Uh, and and that's on the uh, planet, as uh, Admiral uh, uh, Andrew Nelson Bay say, uh, you know, as well as throughout the universe. So today is a day that uh, anything that's not uh, positive or to the advantage of uh, any and all human beings, because the numbers don't lie. People lie, black, white, red, brown, and yellow every day. Uh, however, no matter what their sex are or no matter what their religion is, but numbers do not lie. Would you agree with that or not? Yeah, we agree. Thomas, what do you think? Do numbers lie? No, numbers are all around us. Um, whether it's the Fibonacci sequence or different numbers um, that correlate within our numerology and stuff of that nature. Why don't you explain, Thomas, what the Fibonacci uh, sequence is? So everything fits into, like, this golden ratio. Um, whether that's a plant or an animal or a human, they, they fit into this divine order of numbers or understanding. It's like I, I can't put it on screen, so I can't show what it looks like. But it, it, everything fits into this sequence of how things go in this perfectly balanced like so the nu- the number that? that is I'm I'm going to show it. Hold on. I I am going to show it and then uh give me one second here. So First I had to figure out how to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So I see let me just so it says what is the Fibonacci sequence? Uh, and then we'll let you do the deep dive on this. Um, from its origin. Golden ratio? Is this the same thing? Golden ratio? Okay, let me look yeah. at Golden ratio. Oh, that's... Uh, I went to Capital One is what I ended up doing. Hold on. Golden... Oh, here's an image of a golden ratio. Tell me if this is the right image, okay? Um, okay. Uh, oops. That is not what I, where I want to go. Give me a minute here. This is all Wikipedia. I don't really feel like going to Wikipedia is where we want to go. Yeah, I'm in images now. Okay. Um, Interesting. Well, I'm going to show it, but the title on this is pretty interesting. It says, Using the Golden Ratio and Logo Design, Why and How. So let me um, stop sharing this one and go tell me if this will work for you. Um, present, share screen. Nope. There you go. So is this the 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So go ahead. Everything falls into that ratio. So it's like everything around us. We're looking for symmetry in everything. Mm-hmm. But it already exists, whether that's within energy. I'm just going to go there. So sometimes there's people working with lower sets of energy. It's something I've noticed on a lot of apps. I'm sure you've noticed it too, just with people in general. Yeah, yeah. And there's people working with higher energy. So that that higher energy, I'm just going to be a little more myself here. The higher energy is going to fit into that ratio. What part so of like, the ratio are they going to fit into? Like the higher. Like it's going to fit into this sequence here because I'm trying, like, trying to circle the actual picture, which I can't do. So is it at the top that. part, like here, or is it like in the? It's always going to fit into this golden ratio. I mean, if the energy is off that you're working with, and it should be judged that way, I'm hearing, but it's going to not fit into this ratio, which the entire, like, if you look at a leaf, it fits into that. If you look into a four-leaf clover, it fits into that. Well, it's interesting, because take a look at my logo up here in the top right-hand corner, and when I saw this, I was like, oh, that's what you're talking about, because here's a real, wait till I show you this. Hold on a second. Um, So, image of a ginkgo leaf. So, the ginkgo tree right, the ginkgo um, biloba tree, is the oldest living species of tree on the planet. We're growing about 100, well, we grew about almost 200 of them. We probably have 20 of the trees left. And I'm going to show you this. And this is going to just, if you don't already know, do you know what this tree looks like? No, I do not. Wait till you see this crap. So, um, so it's actually considered a living fossil and has the secrets of the universe, right? So when you look at this, the, the dynamics of that leaf, it's, it's um, well, go ahead. I mean, I feel like this pulls into that golden ratio that you're talking about and like that. Yeah, everything, I mean, everything around us does. And I think it's even us. As, as humans, we fit into this, there's this ratio of understanding ourselves. Um and how that interacts with how we interact with the modern world. I don't, I'm channeling. And I don't even quite understand why I'm channeling that. But it's how we interact with like ourselves and the modern world and what's around us. Um, if you look at buildings, if you look at contractors, people that are building stuff, they're building stuff in that golden ratio. Because symmetry, we're looking for symmetry. It's like I'm always looking for patterns around me. So, looking at the patterns and other things, our body naturally goes towards symmetry. And that's because it's a part of our original blueprint. It's part of our original divine blueprint that we have when we come into being. Yes. Um, So I think, hold on, I'm going to show you something else. Um, Let me see if it's this one. I think it is. So does that help you, this one, this screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very complicated in a lot of ways, but it's not at the same time. Yeah. But everything fits into that sequence. Um, Whether we're looking for a partner or whoever, we're we're looking at patterns, we're looking at symmetry, we're looking at all these other things, but even our life around us, almost every billboard, logo, these things have to fit into this ratio and especially nature in general 
whether it's a leaf, an animal, whatever, it fits into this ratio. You can drop that, you can drop the, the golden ratio or the Fibonacci sequence over things and you'll see how it interprets with different things very fast. Yeah. And you said everything's a pattern. And yeah, everything's a pattern. Yeah. yeah. So that's, and it's interesting because, you know, I've been studying human behavior since forever. Like, I mean, well, I started with my own at 11, you know, studying myself, uh, went into therapy. And um, so I look at people's patterns because, <laughs> you know, we, we choose a pattern and we, we walk, we breathe into that pattern until we choose to assess why we're doing that pattern and choose a different pattern that maybe serves us better than the other patterns. Um, I think the question is, you know, um, how, if we have these patterns, this is a great segue to programming because, you know, how do we, how do we use energy to reprogram our life? Right. And, I'll let you go first. I have a few ways. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is a lot of times using the energy to, how do I say this? You're reprogramming the energy around their minds, around their bodies. You can look at that from the chakras, but if you want to get really simple, mm-hmm. you're just changing the energetic blueprint around the person. So if someone comes to me a lot of times, I mean, we talk about lower vibrational energies, which are around us. We interact with them. A lot of times I'm just removing those or I'm changing the structure or transmuting them, however it works. And so removing that depressive energy, because a lot of people essentially, whether they believe they're psychic or not, are looking to just feel good and to have a foundation for their life so they can start shifting the change within themselves. Yeah. Um, they'll come to me and I'll be like, you need to look at your subconscious. You need to look at this. You need to, I need to give them a basis. And a lot of people are stuck in their houses all day long. That they're never leaving. And they're stuck in that energy. And they're like, well, how do I get out of this? I'm like, you have to go outside. You have to get around some other people. There's a lot of things here that you can do to shift that energy. Everyone listening will know that when you're when you're actually in your room, and then you leave and you go outside and drive somewhere, you're going to feel totally different. Like things are going to shift automatically because you're moving into a new energy, whether that's nature. If you go outside, you're going to feel a different level of energy. It's much more expansive. So like if I'm depressed, I'll go outside and, and start to tap in with the energy of nature and it'll start to change things really fast, even if I drive down the street to wherever. But a lot of times people are just looking to, to start building that foundation for their life and do that energetically as well. But they have to be willing to go into the universal law of action, which is one of the 105 universal laws, which is moving forward. Like they've got to make a decision. They're like, the number one question I get, Jody, is what is my purpose? And it drives me a little crazy because I'm like, I have no idea what your purpose is. I can see things, but you've got to make a decision and move in the right direction. If you don't make that decision, then things get, you got to make a decision. Yeah. If you're stuck in your life in different areas, make the decision. Right. I'm with you. I am with you. Um, If you're, if you don't know your purpose, first of all, it's okay. 
you know, mm-hmm. like it's okay mm-hmm. to be there. And it's good that you don't, it's good that you're aware that you don't know your purpose. Some people don't know their purpose and they're just going through the motions. They don't even care that they don't know their purpose. So just give yourself two thumbs up for not knowing your purpose and being aware of it. And then what I encourage people to do is to go to uh, the website with uh, Dr. John D. Martini and do his value assessment. And it allows you to assess what your highest values are. And I wouldn't do it just once. I would do it like several times because the first time that you do it, you're going to lie. I'm just going <laughs> to, you're going to lie to yourself. Um, and because you're going to say, oh, my highest value is family or, you know, like in that list. But then you have to look at what are the actions that you do every single day that breathe into what you say that your highest, your highest value is. And if you're not doing the actions that, that bleed into the high, the high, what your purpose is, your values, I'm sorry, I'm going to call you a liar. <laughs> and you're not lying to me, man. You're lying to yourself. So, um, so this is not a one and done. This takes time. And um, so I would Google Dr. John D. Martini value assessments and look at that. That's number one. Um, no, no, you. I always say, who are you? How, how, how do you know who you are? And you know, are you? Can you? Can you um, start to assess? Like, okay, assess how you feel. Like when Thomas, when I'm around you, I get excited, right? I feel mm-hmm. valued. So this is a good relationship for me. Right. I feel um, inspired and I feel comfortable. I have a girlfriend down here. Hold on. (laughs) Bagel, I just walked up. (laughs) So I feel like when I'm with you, we're two explorers. Right. And we're going to like kind of like explore through the unknown to figure out and we don't have it's not about right or wrong we're just trying to access consciousness together to figure out going on and there's a lot of freedom in that there's a crap load of freedom in that and so that's my wish for other people is have the freedom to explore um have the freedom to explore who you are find that person who you can be friends with um who allows you to explore together. <laughs> Big list. you're my friend, Mommy. <laughs> you're a little chilly. She says the air conditioning is too cold. She says, can you make it warmer in the house? She says, hi, Uncle Thomas. Hello. So you know she's an intuitive too, right? So she's, oh, a, yeah. oh yeah, she's like crazy cool. So, um, okay, I will make it um, a little warmer in a minute. So one of the things out in, a, in addition to using Dr. John D. Martini's value assessment and understanding who you are and why you do things, and like I said, do it multiple times, is then to notice how you feel, right? So they, like we, we, I'm sensing you enjoy being around me too, otherwise you wouldn't come back and hang, right? So, <laughs> so um and be willing to say no. 
Like, if someone's yeah. not bringing you joy, like, yeah. be willing to say no. And don't muscle through it. I was supposed to give, so I'm the divine masculine, mostly. I was forced into becoming the divine masculine as a child because I was beat up all the time. Okay, so here I am, a female. I used to be, like, dancing and and um, I used to dance. I used to sing. I used to um, be very feminine, always wearing a dress, and became a bodybuilder, benching 185, and masculine as shit. And I walk down the street, no one's going to mess with me because of the way that I carry myself. So now here I am at 60, I'm turning 60, and I'm balancing my divine masculine and divine feminine. And I was asked to present um, uh, some information to a group of people, and the energy was really bad, and I knew I would have had to muscle up meaning put on my masculine face in order to present. And I chose not to present. And I chose not to present because I'm not willing to muscle up and become the divine masculine anymore. It was a huge step for me in the right direction. (laughs) So a lot of times I have to put that mask on because people will, they'll, Push your boundaries. And one thing people hate more than anything is when you start to set boundaries in place, whether they're energetic or physical or mental. Um, I can't think of exactly. Just, there was someone here where I live, and they were like, I, you're taking me so-and-so to some crystal store. And I was like, no, I'm not. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you ordered to take me. Like, you, you didn't ask me. You ordered that I should take you. And I was like, I'm not going to take you. I'm sorry. Um, but it's Right, so kind of hold, hold on a second. I, I, don't, I think people miss that. Okay. So what, they're saying, what he's saying, everybody, is he, somebody was trying to power over him and tell him how to yeah. be, what to be, when to be. And yeah. so our languaging is critically important. Like, I asked Thomas to be on the show. I didn't say, you're going to be on my show. He's like, yeah. if I said that, he would said read between those lines. Right. <laughs> so, um, so what would it have looked like had they pre- presented that to you differently? Well, considering as a person is generally like that. Um, but if they had said, you know, could you take me there? I'd have been like, at least it would give me a decision in the process of saying yes or no. There would be a decision there. And I, I just reading the energy of what she's doing, I'm like, this is all manipulation. I'm not playing with this. Like, you can go, go find someone else to do. Like, I don't have time for this. So, and, and you can be nice about it, but, and that's the thing is sometimes I may come across a little too straightforward, but sometimes people need to hear that because I don't think anyone else is willing to tell them. But it's so not like I'm you being and I are the same that way. You and I are the same that way. Do you feel like, Sometimes I feel like I'm just a flipping messenger. <laughs> so for the people on Blog Talk who can't see the screen, my friend Teddy says, Dear Susan Essentials, and you can just call me Jody Teddy, but Fagla has it right. Turn the AC off and get her an insulated jacket. <laughs> so we can do that. So I will go to commercial. 
look at the we'll we'll lower the AC because it's a little chilly. She's like, yeah, I'm popping up, mommy. Or do you want to talk and share about this? And I I'll go turn on. We should go to commercial. Do you want to throw a commercial on just for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I'll do that. Hold on. Here we go. It's not going. That's weird. Interesting. Our commercials aren't running. There we go. go. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speak. Tuesday, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Monday with Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. And on Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, so we are back. And um, so one of the things we want to talk about is uh, reprogramming your life. Because we talked about first is the assessment, understanding who you are. And like I said, using um, the uh, Demartini value assessment is a great way to be self-aware. And then the question is, is how do you reprogram your life? Well, okay, if you want to go the 3D route, the 3D route is – Establishing a new behavior it takes at least 21 days to establish a new behavior, and that's 3D. Now, if you want to do 5D, we can do it in an instant. But you have here, – here's the uh, misnomer. Like, I clear energy, I clear behaviors, and I go into the Akashic Records, and I can clear that frequency, which Thomas and I are both going to talk a little bit more in depth. But what I really want to un- help people understand at the very beginning – we clear frequencies and we clear these cellular memories that are in your body that are driving your subconscious mind, which is driving your everyday actions, inactions, and behaviors. However, you still need to make a conscious choice. So it makes making that conscious choice easier. Go. Once you start to remove those because we have patterns that emerge in past lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And we don't always know. I mean, I know Jody was doing with me. I'm getting, we've had a lot of lifetimes. I can't even begin to fathom how many lifetimes I've had. Oh, with, with you of, or just in general? Just in general, I think yeah. all of us have had a lot of lifetimes. Like I, I've had many lifetimes with you. Me. I've had many lifetimes with you. I'm here. Like, there's been like. I mean, my guides tell me that I've had close to a billion. So it's it's like yeah. unfathomable to me what that even means. Right. Um, I remember a lot of them on, on Earth, and I remember some of them on other planets. But the point is, you could choose in one lifetime to be a pharaoh. You could choose in one lifetime to be a farmer. You could choose all these different things, and you could have lived through the Great Depression. And that energy from that lifetime can transfer over to this lifetime. Like some of those points can transfer over, 
And then you don't know why you're having these like thought loops that are going through your head. And then you can, as practitioners, we can help remove that energy from your, your mental field. So we have an auric field and around that field, you've got a mental body, an emotional body. If I make it very simple, a physical, like a physical body, there's so many layers, atomic levels. There's so many layers to the auric field without making it so complicated. It's like, it's like an onion, but it's like, you have to start working with those different energy and those different fields. And you can do that yourself. You can do that with a practitioner. It's going to start alleviating a lot of the negative thought processes that you're having within your system. Yeah, I agree. And one of, you know, one of the things that I guide people to do is when you're clear, like if I were to clear an energy, let's say um, this morning I cleared my issues around people disrespecting me, okay, Mm -hmm. because it was coming up a lot, a lot of disrespect. I thought, okay, that's the universe telling you that you need to do the all clear protocol on your trigger to people not respecting you. And so Mm -hmm. I did. And for me, the all clear protocol includes going back to the roots, okay, meaning back to the beginning of time. And it also includes all dimensions and all timelines, right? So it doesn't make a difference what dimension I was in, where I was disrespected, or any timeline that I'm in where I experienced disrespect or any, you know, anything, right? And back to the first time I was ever born as a soul. And so I clear all that, and I also clear my triggers around it, my traumas around it, my imprints around it, my cellular memories. I'm sure there's more that I do because I set up the all clear protocol with source energy, and I just, you know, (laughs) went to town. And I said, this is my all clear protocol. So when I say all clear protocol, this is what I want. And, um, And so I clear it quickly. Now... Does that mean the next time someone disrespects me, I'm fine with it? Well, what it means is that, one, I have greater ability, because it's not a frequency that I carry anymore, to pause and get that their disrespect is not a a function of me. It's a function of their energy and what their group grew up learning how to do. And that's what they think is okay. And it's always always been that way, but now I have a different viewpoint on that. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's even with, as I stated before, the relationships with yourself or with other people. And a lot of times it, that, that energy, whatever traumas they've gone through, is repeating over and over again. So you see that when you're with other people and sometimes when you, you're trying to get people to change. You, you'll see these patterns come up over and over again. But usually it's a universe sometimes showing you the practitioner because I, I know Jody you get this you'll be reading for somebody and they're like oh crap I need to listen to that myself all um, the time like all the time when I'm reading for people I'm like oh, oh okay um, anyways, but, well because you know. we bring those people to us because we're more apt to listen for somebody else and while you're listening for someone else because they can't hear it they, they've got your attention. They've got my attention. They ping you, and they're like, yeah, by the way, <laughs> oops, it's for you, too. That's yeah. why I brought, you know, uh, you know, Susie Smith to come see you, right? Yeah, and that, I think that's the key is that we have to understand that 
it's as I said before, a lot of people hold people like, because I, I get these questions all the time from clients. Um, and they're like, well, so I saw so-and-so and blah, 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 uh, on the on the TV or whatever, on the internet. And I'm like, you have to understand that we're still people. It, it, it's understanding that it's nobody's perfect here. That we're always working on ourselves. One of the best teachers I've ever seen. They've all said the same thing. They're like, I've never stopped healing myself. Like, I've never stopped working on myself. I've never stopped looking at what's going on around me. And it's just a process you're going to go through your entire life of looking at these different patterns that are emerging within your life, within relationships with other people, within your environment. What are those things telling you about yourself? Because a lot of times, even with our subconscious mind, it's programmed psychologically by the age of seven. So then we're, we don't even, a lot of us don't even remember our childhood on a great level. So we're looking at it like, why is this happening? Well, it got programmed in there and it could have been at like three years old. So we're like, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with this? How do I deal with this? So you have to go back sometimes and do that inner child work or look at what happened to you and why it made you the way you are. And sometimes those are traumas. Sometimes those are things that, you know, unfortunately, bad things happen to people sometimes when they're younger. So it's it's also looking at that. I know growing up as a kid, I, mean, I ran into a psychic in Little Five Points, this area in Atlanta. And I went to him, and he was like, why do you think um, you got messed with so much as a kid? And he never used cards. He just stared directly at me. And I was like, because my name's Tom Sawyer. And he goes, no, it's your energy. It triggers people. Because you have so much of it, when you get around them, it's just going to trigger, like, some people. It's going to either trigger them to, like, be better, or your energy is going to be like, I don't want to be around that person. But I didn't realize that till I was much older. And as you said, like, you dipped into your masculine. I really did that around the age of 14. Uh, we, like we're girlfriend hold, Thomas, and, we both froze. Yeah. So I want to go back to... Um, that you did, I dipped into my masculine, and you did that at the age of 14. So if you could pick up from there. Yeah, yeah. I dipped in at 14 because I had been, I had been harassed so much of my life. And, and I was like, God, I'm tired of this. And this shows what you can do when you, you pray to the universe. I didn't know this would even happen when I manifested this. But I was like, I would like to be popular. I would like a girlfriend, and I want to be respected. But that, that's it. And my whole reality started shifting immediately. All of a sudden, I became popular. I was a young, I was a, a kid. But I got into fistfights, whatever. But people respected me really fast because I asked the universe for that. I asked specifically for that to happen in my life. So it was, it was my prayer to source because I just wanted to be left alone, if that makes sense. Makes complete sense. Um, so there's so many different things to mention about that. Um, let me start at the, the childhood, which is most of, you know, who, who we become, uh, who we are today, um, is programmed up until age seven. And I remember back, uh, in 2017, I had got off of disability. Um, I'm now working. And I go to see a chiropractor in um, 
I think it was like Willowbrook area in Illinois. And he's a great chiropractor. His name is Dr. Matthew Peel. So for those people in the Illinois area, check this guy out. So he doesn't just do chiropractic. He does acupuncture, applied kinesiology. And as he's doing the AK on me, he says, so what happened to you at age seven? And I'm like, WTF, because I don't know who I am yet. (laughs) Right? And I'm like, you know, I kind of know that I'm, I do actually, let me back up. I know that I'm psychic. I have no clue that I can access Akashic Records yet. None. And, um, and I, and I look at my mom, I remember seven, (laughs) you know, (laughs) which is a normal response. So if you're with someone and they say to you, what happened when you're seven, you'll be okay with that. Right. Because eventually you will. So what he did is he tapped into something in my body to release, you know, so he just used applied kinesiology for it. Just want to tell you there's 15 ways to get to Rome. Um, so he tapped into my body so that I could uh, uh, access what I needed to access so that it could be released and stop controlling my life. And that was 2017. I realized that that was a possibility. And I'm like, yeehaw, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw. So, so first of all, if you don't know this already, who you are today is a culmination between when you were in the womb, past lives, and seven. And seven yeah. years old. And you, you talked about acupuncture. I ran into a very interesting lady in Savannah. I'm going to shout her out. She's not going to like her. Um, this woman's book solid. But she, she works on divergent channels, which I've never seen anybody do. I had to do so much research into this. And she really changed my life. It's the hidden well in Savannah, Georgia. In Savannah, Georgia. But the thing was is that it's an ancient oriental philosophy of like the 1500s. Like she doesn't even know what new age means. She has no earthly idea. But this woman was like tapping into these things that I had never been taught or understood and releasing these energies. And it just totally shifted me so fast. And it, I don't even know how to explain it in detail. But I like can. there was memories trapped in the bones. There's memories trapped in the muscle. There's memories trapped everywhere in the body. And yeah, the issues are in the tissues, Thomas. I understand yeah. that. At, at, so I worked with an acupuncturist for like six years. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and she was, she's not the same as yours. Yours, um, so I'm just accessing source. Yours is far more like oh, talented i mean like she's like yeah, it's a little quite more frankly my guys are saying but the yeah point of it was, i needed it i needed someone to slap me um <laughs> that's why i chose our former teacher rossi because i needed someone to slap me like i need someone to keep i'm a little bit of a wild card when it comes to things so i i was like i needed someone to keep me in check so i need a bit rebellious in most of my lifetime which is why I can, I personally am hard on you sometimes. You know that. I like call you yeah. on your shit. But I love you. Like, yeah. I love yeah. you. And so, yeah. um, but I'll call you on your shit because otherwise, like, I'm like, Thomas, boo, you know? <laughs> because but I appreciate that because it seems like most people just want to tiptoe around me because they're like, oh, he's psychic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm afraid of what he's going to I'm like, give me a break. Just tell me the truth. 
Well, so the truth is refreshing. Yeah, the truth will set you free, right? And so it's interesting you bring up uh, Susan, like Dr. Susan Rossi. You know, so she she she's playing with us all the time, and I love her, and she's uh, so amazing on you know how she supported. Actually, you know, I knew her since 2018 uh, when I was in Illinois, studied under her at that time, and then you know a lot more when I got here to Georgia. But you know when she really, really, and I mean really started to teach me after she passed. Yeah, yeah. Like what the crap. Yeah. I mean, she she's a force. Yeah. Crap. I mean, yeah. she's done things that she there was um there was someone um who I I, I still know who they are. I don't I don't frequent their, their company and I stay out of their space and anybody who they are associated with. And this person had a lot of dark energy. And so you don't want to hurt the person ever. Like, I just wanted to say that Thomas and I, we don't hurt people, but we might do (laughs) is dissipate the energy on that person. Right. And there's a distinction. And then if we take that dark energy off the person, then that real person can just be them. Right. And um, and not bring dark energy to people. So she taught me from above how to like, 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 like zip this energy away and put it back where it came from, like in instant case. And I'm like, crap, you're good (laughs) because I was getting attacked. And so she literally walked me, because I'm an active listener, she literally walked me step by step from above how to do this. And you could feel the energy move. So one of the ways, you know, look, I would love for you to share, because the way way I came across becoming an active listener of Source was really getting my brain in a theta state, meaning I used sound frequency, um, I, in a way, maybe I'm saying I'm cheated, but being that we're being exposed to all this 5G and all this extra technology that's, in, you know, um, really invading our field, um, I use sound frequency, still do daily, to put my brain in a theta state, which really allows me to hear uh, what spirit wants me to know, what he wants me to do, and so I can act accordingly. Don't chew on monetary. Thank you. So um, what did you do? Because you, I mean, first of all, you're younger than me. I'm 60. How old are you? Like 40? 45. 45. Okay. And so you are really an active listener. Like you hear like nobody's freaking business. No. Um, how did you do it? Um, well, as you said, with theta states and delta states, it, it moves your as I say, your monkey mind out of the way. Yeah, your monkey, important. that's a great term. Yeah. Yeah, so it moves that out of the way. And whether that's, I use self-hypnosis, I use other factors to kind of get that out. Because a lot of times my brain will start to override, not not my psychic, but it can with myself. Clients, it's a totally easy thing to do my job. But the hardest thing, I think, for psychics sometimes is to work on themselves. But I would use different modalities, whether that be frequencies, whether that be hemi-sync, which I'm sure you've heard about. I have not. What is hemi-sync? What's hemi-sync? Hemi-sync, I think Dr. Robert Monroe used that for the government. It's a big thing, but he wrote a lot of books. It's in Georgia. 
Um, it's probably down the street from you. There's the Robert Monroe Institute. But um, anything would open up like it would help people jump into other realities. So how do I spell that? Wait, how do I spell that? Hemisync, I think it's H E M I slash S Y N C. Let me think. Okay, so I really spell it. Oh, wow. The government was using it. Like, he patented it for the government initially. Damn. Oh, so, so, oh, interesting. You know what? I love this. So, here's the thing, honey. You and I got to the same place using the same thing, but just delivered differently. We both used binaural beats. Yeah. Binaural beats. And that's what my, that's what that is. So if you have access to binaural beats, I love this because I didn't know this about you, right? And I love that we both got to Rome using a different path, but really the same technology. It's just a different delivery method. I would use anything I could find, especially in the beginning. I was like, okay, how do I do this? Because that's just how I work with when I'm thinking about things. I was like, okay, let me try this. Let me try this. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. This, this kind of works. And I just kept going with different modalities of what I was researching. So when I first started this path, I didn't even know what to think. So I would get, like, I probably read 100 to 200 spiritual books. And I realized in a lot of them, I wasn't really getting much of what I wanted. You've never read a spiritual book. (laughs) I haven't. One of the very few ones I even got anywhere with was, like, Journey of Souls, which I'm sure you've heard about, or Destiny of Souls. Uh -uh. Um, That was just about explaining on the other side how things happen, through people in past life regression or going through hypnosis. But, yeah, it's it's, um, it's such a a, a crossroads of trying to understand what spirituality meant to me, because I had been so preconditioned by Christianity and other factors, and that served me very well. But at the same time, it, I was like, there's so much I'm missing here. There's so much I'm not seeing. So I really had to look at that and go, okay, so what am I really trying to, like, what does Jesus represent? Well, I know it's controversial, but what does Jesus represent? What does this represent? Are there repeating patterns throughout time? Whether there's Edgar Casey talking about the Christ soul and the incarnations the Christ soul's had, what is it exactly that's happening? So it's such a can of worms, but over time I started just finding the connections that made sense to me and then also with my mind and being like, okay, this makes more sense. I need to keep this simple. Like, I really need to make this more simple. It became so complicated. I was like, I can't, I can't handle this. So I have to make this more simple. And a lot of times when I'm doing energy work, I'm doing it from a much more simplistic standpoint. Are there people that sometimes want me to move them into realms where they can talk to people that have crossed over directly? I don't even channel the information. I just hold the energy. I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, or talk to an angel or Jesus or whatever, or get on the spaceship, whatever. But the point of it is, is that I try to keep it very simple so the person can understand what's happening. What I want to see them do is, get rid of that stagnant energy in their their auric field or in their energetic field and help move them into a state where they can change. Because all you need is that first little tweak when you're working with someone. And once that first tweak happens, then they're like, oh, 
there's a whole new reality around it. Right. So it's the, the opportunity that you and I provide to people is a shift in experience. So let them know that it exists. So, so I was friends with a girl in um, Illinois. She's an acupuncturist. And what she did is she taught me how to use my body as a pendulum, you know, uh, to access Mm -hmm. source energy. And then, you know, I did that for years, but then eventually it was just like this, like you are, right? You know, like, okay, I don't need to be facing north, and I don't need to use my body as a pendulum, you know, (laughs) I just hear, right? Mm -hmm. But it was an awesome starting point. And we, um, I forgot where I was going. Yeah, I I don't remember. I, I had something coming through. But I can't remember now. But but the point is that, I guess, you know, you have, meaning you, the collective, not you, Thomas, we, as a collective, have a divine right to hear God and to hear Jesus and to hear what he has to say, and, and not necessarily the interpretation in the Bible. And, um, you know, I'm an ordained minister, and... Someone asked me the other day, do you read the Bible? And I said, not really. I said, because what I'm doing is I'm, which is, holy crap, I just realized. I've been doing this since I was a child, since I was 11. Um, I just listen to God. Yeah. And so I remember, <clears throat> actually, I think I was 12, and I had a sleepover at my house in Barrington, Illinois. And this girl, her name is Beth. I won't use her last name. Um, because, oh, goodness, there's someone at the door. Well, they're going to have to wait. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, shoot. Okay. Um, anyway, so she told me, because I was a practicing Jew at the time, that I was going to go to hell because I was Jewish. Yeah, I know you're snickering because it is funny. Um, And I said to her, I just looked at her and I paused. And I said, and and I didn't know much about Judaism either, by the way, at the time. I'm a kid. But I did know this. I said, well, I said, hmm. I said, and I feel like my pausing was my guides or or God coming in saying, yeah, I don't be- Jews don't believe in hell, so I don't think I can go there. <laughs> I said to her, yeah. I said, I don't think I can go there because we don't really believe in hell. I said, so I don't think the door is open for me. I said, but thank you for your contribution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, what, and, and, and keep in mind, we're 12. So... She didn't get to get that anywhere, did she? She got that from mom and dad. Yeah. And so what I'm going to ask people who are listening today, where did you get your belief systems from? Yeah. I just wrote an article for um, Topeka Health and Wellness Magazine and for Florida Women's Magazine. And I'm really, I'm talking about, I'm writing about belief systems, right? And where are you getting your belief systems? Are they really yours? And and you have the opportunity to assess, 
uh, what, uh, what is this? Oh, okay. We're getting, okay. <laughs> we have our trolls again. That's fun. So thank you for being here. Thank you for calling me a rage. Or I'm called a raging spinster. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I love the trolls. I love Yeah, so do I. Come on, bring it on. We love you. Thank you for being here. I really do love them. They're funny. Like, once I got over, I'm like, they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're hilarious. So, um, so where where did you get these thought forms? Are they yours? Um, and do you want to keep them? Are they serving yeah, you? To you. It's up to you what you allow in your reality. It's yeah. up to you. Yeah, totally. And so I want to I, give people back their control. Yeah. And it's interesting, even with Christianity, I have to bring this up. I've researched so much on Christianity. But it's like if Martin Luther had brought the Bible to the people, and he was destroyed for it in the 1500s, like deciphering the Bible from Latin into whatever language that was at the time. But People never even would have gotten the Bible. But I think the most important thing to remember with Jesus is he was serving as an example. Like everything I can do, you can do. Okay, can you just stop there and repeat that? Yeah. So he said everything you can I can do, you can do. Yeah, so like I've had past lifetimes on the Bible, I know I have. The thing is is that it's Jesus serves as an example. It's like Everything I can do, you can do. Like yeah, it wasn't that you have to. Seed, you can move mountains. Right? So, so, God, if there's one message that people get today, let it be that one. Yeah. I mean, let it be that message. Look, I'm like, I... judge lest you be judged. Because you, I can't tell you the amount of time. TikTok or whatever app it is I'm on that I'm talking, it's like you get people in there and they're screaming about whatever, Christian, non-Christian, whoever, it doesn't matter to me, atheist. But I'm just like, so just say that, judge lest you be judged. Yeah, be, we are surrounded by the change we wish to see, be the change. I'm going to quickly go to, um, you know what, the bird looks, she is delicious, and if you fry her up in a pan, and you add a little butter and salt, she is tasty as they come. Right, Faith? Awesome. So I'm going to run to commercial, and I'm going to go get the door. I'll be back. Sorry, guys. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Sell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. All right. 
<clears throat> so we are back, and uh, apparently I had the Cobbs County Board of Tax Assessors at my door. No. Nice of them to stop by. All right. So, um, so we have uh, a few comments. He says he would prefer to deep fry the bird. You know, I don't like all the fat. So, but if you want to deep fry, that is awesome. We are going to pan fry. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, to each his own. Um, so, uh, what is, uh, says, uh, uh, G- uh, Chris is saying exactly. They all ignore that part with Jesus, one of, the most, one of his most important teachings. Um, yeah. So, the thing about Jesus is that I feel And he has told me when I channeled, he said, I'm just going to go into channel. Uh, um, uh, The purpose of me coming to earth wasn't so that the people after me could instill fear in others in order to get them to do what they wanted them to do. I might... My wish for the for people is to have freedom to be, to love themselves with all their flaws, release the judgment, starting with themselves. He says, you all just judge, judge yourselves so much, and then you judge others. And he says, he goes, You're, we are all a work in progress, he goes, myself included. Because when I was down there, he goes, I was just flesh and blood like you are. He says, but you have the abilities like I do to heal yourself. And somewhere down the road, you'll see that. You you can do you. You can heal you. And include doctors, he's saying. You are your own doctor. You are your own healer. And then he's ending with, be the love that you want to see in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I mean, Edgar Casey has an interesting quote about the Chrysler. So I just rattle it off because I have it memorized. Um, the Chrysler has directly or indirectly incarnated into every religion that is taught oneness with God, starting with the law of one in Atlantis and ending with the cross. The next incarnation of the Christ soul will be to bring in the kingdom of David. But what does that mean? It means that the Christ soul is incarnated into every religion, whether you want to consider that light or dark, that taught oneness with God. Of God's everything, it permeates everything. The tree, my bed, anything around me. You, me, God, we all hold a spark of God within us. We're all an extension of God's source universe. And I think that's the key. And I argue, and I didn't mean to go so much into the Bible, um, but I, I wonder, too, if, like, Jesus went into the desert for 30 days, they say, to confront Satan or whatever. But I think he went into the desert to confront himself. So I agree with you. That's what I'm hearing. He went to do yeah. self-reflection to understand what his purpose was and what his message was supposed to be. And, and he's telling me he had to do that to hear his father so he could 
live, he, so not live, so he could breathe into the universe what he was supposed to do. Like he was, he, you know, he had a charge, you know, like that. Yes. And having that kind of mission is like insane to me. But we, we've all lived these different lifetimes, not comparing ourselves to Jesus. But the point of it is, is that we, we've all had to endure different hardships and endure people judging us and all these other things. I just think that's part of the spiritual process of understanding yourself. If you're so steadfast in your beliefs, other people can't sway those beliefs from you. And you're going to be tested left and right all the time. you got to be tested by all kinds of different people. Well, and that's what I'm getting. Like, you know, you've been doing this longer than me, even though you're younger than me. But, you know, I was sleeping for most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was sleeping for at least 20 years that I know of. So, you know, as soon as they put those meds on me. Um, But um, the thing is, is that this is a really great time to wake up, everybody. Yeah. So what I would like to ask from our listeners today is to start putting in in the thread. What are you manifesting today? We've got, I think, like 12 or 13 people just on one channel alone. What are you manifesting? Um, he says, my, my name means gift from God. Be the change. I love it. So is that what you're manifesting, to be the change and be a gift from God? To continue yeah. to be the gift? from God to live into your name, to breathe into your name, because that would be cool. And people can literally, I mean, you don't have to be a psychic. You don't have to do these different things. You can change people's lives just by talking to them. You never know what that one change or the impact you've had on other people's lives and what that does. Something I've realized over time. I could have done a live on Facebook five years ago. I got a message two years later. They're like, you triggered me, but I just want you to know that I was, that you were right. And I'm like, I, I don't have any earthly idea what I said to you. Uh, I was on camera. I don't know. But I was like, thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, and so we do, we do trigger people. You know, I trigger a lot of people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Actually, it's been kind of tough for me, but now I've decided to embrace it, like just this yeah. very moment, because I'm here to trigger people. I'm here to have them look at themselves. And it's really funny because there are some people, and, and you're not one of them, but um, who get a little nervous telling me what they really think, like, like, like a, like I don't know. Yeah. Like I usually yeah. know what you're thinking. B. If you're telling me something about me, I kind of know my my gifts, and I also know my weaknesses, like where my opportunities for growth. And so you by, by you bringing it to my attention is just another gift. So like, thank you for that. Like it doesn't bother me. Like tell me because like Thomas was saying earlier, 
he's got a lot of yes people or people who are afraid to say what they really mean. Yeah. I, I can tell you that we get bored with that shit <laughs> really fast. Um, uh, let me just pivot for a minute, Thomas, to Chris. She says she's uh, manifesting full soul embodiment while in flesh. So, Chris, what does that really mean to you, full soul embodiment? I understand while in flesh. Um, and uh, DA says, yes, uh, she is breathing into, living into her name, which is gift from God and being the change. Mm-hmm. Naima says, my name Naima means benevolent, <clears throat> as in one who loves unconditionally and gives without requiring anything in return. Well, I don't know anybody who lives into her name more than you. Naima Latif, who is our executive producer, first of all, absolutely all the time gives without requiring anything in return. She is an active listener, not only of me and others, but of God. And how she dropped into my lap, I have no flipping idea. Like, because when I listen to her or she listens to me, I, I always wonder, I'm like, how did I deserve her? Yeah. She's that person. Yeah, I have someone like that in my life as well. And sometimes I wonder, like, how on earth you put up with me? Um, well, yeah, because I call her on her shit. You know, I love her, but I call yeah. her on her shit. Oh, we're supposed to talk about that. We're yeah. supposed to talk about... Okay, um, let me just hear... Okay. So, people, I'm supposed to tell you that if you love someone, keeping your mouth zipped about what you're seeing or what you feel or how what they say makes you feel is not what you're supposed to be doing. You are supposed to be telling people your truth. You can be kind about it and nice. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to yell it through. But you need to really speak and tell people truth. And there's no better time now than to do that because there's an opportunity to really hear. The veils are thin between between the two worlds. So as you speak truth to... Let's say, I, I'll just use names. If I speak truth to you, Thomas, it's easier for you, well, you're psychic, assuming you weren't psychic. Let's say if you're not psychic, it's easier still for you to hear and understand whether or not this really resonates for you as true, for you to no. shift your thinking, right? To shift no. and recreate and co-create with the universe. Yeah. And as I'm hearing from my higher self, it's like we're way showers of the revolution of consciousness. So what that means is there has to be people, whether that's Jesus, whoever, is that have to show the way for other people to see what is possible. Like what's going to happen within the human collective? What's going to happen going forward? How, how to embody their higher selves? How to embody the divine purpose they have within them. Because it's different for everybody. Everyone has different methods. And whether we're watching people, 
I use this on a little controversial, but like Jordan Peterson, is that it's it's like I I hear like from my guys like this is a prophet of God, and I'm like, what does that mean? This is a psychologist, and they're like, but he's changing the way people are interpreting their reality. He's changed, he's quite making them question it. And of course that's going to trigger people all over the place. I agree with everything he says. No, but I, a lot of it I do at the same time, but he's changing the way people are processing that information and he's giving them hope. I think that's the most important thing is he's giving them hope. And that's what we do. We're giving them hope. And that's what I wish to see other people do is give people an ounce of hope. Because there's so much negativity going on in the world. There's so much just programming and, and people are losing their attention spans, et cetera, et cetera. But realizing that you can fully start to embody who you really are, which takes time. But taking those actions is going to lead you into where you need to be. Or even just questioning your actions. Well, I think that there's so much power in that. Not like power over, but empower, right? Like the the beauty of um, releasing the fear to look at who you are. We had talked earlier about how people bury their gifts. Um, and, And so here they are. And I've had to unbury gifts for people. Like I'd go out in the universe, find them, unbury them, bring them back in. Um, You know, because we, you know, I'm sure we, I know you do, soul retrieval, you know, like all of that. And so if you, if you're struggling with accessing your gifts, Ask God to bring them back to you. No. Right? And here's what I'm going to tell you. You're a child of God. You're a divine child of God. And just like you would go up to your parent and say, Mommy, Daddy, can I have an apple? You can go to God and say, can I have my gifts back, please? I don't know where I buried them, but could you go please find them and bring them back to me? And by the way, before you bring them back to me, can you make sure that they're clean and, like, shiny and they don't have any negative energy on them when you bring them back? And I think that's the key is that we can literally ask for whatever we want. Like you did when you were a child. Yeah. You said, I want to be respected. I want to have – I want to be popular, right? And what was the third thing you asked for? I just want a girlfriend. Oh, you wanted a girlfriend. Good for you, Dolly. Yeah, you deserve but that's the that. thing is I'll, I'll ask for things. So I'm like, I need this and this and this, whatever that is. And I always wondered how I could manifest these things so quickly. But I, I, didn't, I didn't really look at it from a, a psychic perspective until I was in my 30s. But it was always happening. I'd lose a job, I'd get another job in a day or three days. And people would be like, how on earth did you do that? i get a ticket, I would get out of the ticket. And I was like, I don't. I'm just good at this, apparently. But, uh, right? And so we're doing these things, and we're not connecting the dots to our abilities yeah. to manifest exactly what we want. So I want to just mm-hmm. have people really listen to what Thomas just said. He wanted something. He got it. 
So if you want something bad enough, just like really ask the universe and know that you deserve to have it. It has to be for high school. Yeah. <laughs> so there. Not always, though. I would argue that. But um, you can go for it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like manifesting relationships. A lot of people are like, I want, you know, we hear this twin flame thing all the time, um, which does irritate me sometimes. But people, the reason is people ask me, when is my twin flame coming? And I'm like, but here's the thing: Are you looking for someone to complete you? Well, <laughs> that's never going to happen. No, it's never going to happen. You have to complete yourself. And a twin yeah, flame relationship, I didn't even know what a twin flame was, and I got one. And I'm going to tell you, don't go freaking manifesting something you don't understand. Because a twin flame relationship. That's going to be some of the hardest you've ever seen. It is not easy. No. No. Twin flame relationship. Let me spell this out. You get to freaking mirror yourself into all the shit things that you do shows up in the other person, then you have to heal it. And it's wicked fast. Boom, boom, boom. And if it's yeah. not wicked fast, it's painful as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can sit back and not do what you feel you need to do, or you can just do it. It's really one of two options if we look at it very simply. It's one of two options. You can do what you feel like. I have this question all the time, Jody. I want to speak to my guides. I'm like, your guides are always speaking to you. Every time you feel that you need to do something and you're not listening, they're talking. Whether that's your higher self or source or your guides or whatever, that they're already talking to you. I'm like, if you could have a two-way conversation, are you even going to do what they're asking you to do? Right. If you're not listening now, are you going to listen later? Well, and that's what I wrote about in the article as well. Like, we pray to God or to our guides or what have you, but we don't stay and listen for the answer. Hello? So when are you going to shift your expectation that they're hearing you and you just have to stay around and listen for the answer? Like, what, what, what would that look like? What do you think? Pegla has something she wants to say. Hmm. Um, she says you want she wants you to hear her. Interesting. Yeah, because sorry. She's looking at me. Mm-hmm. She wants yeah. you to hear her. What is it that you want him to hear, honey? The questions you seek are already within yourself. Say it again. So the questions you seek are already within yourself. The answers you seek are already within yourself. Oh, profound, right? The answers you seek are all within yourself. Yeah. And so she wants us to go back to accessing consciousness. Yeah. You know, uh, we have a lot of people on this podcast on the different platforms, and um, I encourage you to reach out to Thomas or myself 
Thomas is at 678-732-7223. His website is www.thomassawyer.com. I am 847-738-0242. And it's SusanEssentials.com and Jody at SusanEssentials.com. And then uh, let's go back to Thomas for a minute. The Angelic Architect 777 at gmail.com. I don't know. I would have chose 888. <laughs> I just love sevens. I don't know why. Something about sevens. I was always a seven girl until I realized about the abundance. So I just went with eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, they want me to do some healing. They keep yelling at me. I heard that, and I didn't want to ask that on air. So, go, yeah. So, if somebody, do you want to do a collective healing, or yeah, do you want I to just do a collective healing? Um, so, everyone who's watching or listening, just say I accept. I accept. Yeah. There we go. And wow! Now you're gonna feel energy going through your body. Yeah, that's amazing. See my hands. That's amazing. And I'm going to start opening people's, <clears throat> I'm clearing out stuff for people. I'm going to start opening up people's heart chakras. Here we go. Open. Release. Clear their fields. Bring in the white cripe consciousness. I snap a lot just to change frequencies. Thank you. Bring in the angels. Now. There's like five billion unemployed angels out there. Okay. Guys, thank you. You help some? Yes. You're just going to feel heat around your body, like going through your body, going through different layers of your back is what I'm saying. They're just unlocking different meridians within you. And I'm looking at all these people energetically. And release. Recalibrate light. Golden room. Diamond, purple, yellow. I'm just calling a different rays of healing. Green, white, 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 green. And ground. You'll feel the bottom of your heat, feet start to heat up. You have chakras in the middle of your feet. And ground, connection to source. Bring back to heart chakra. Different chakras. Move into root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. The five above the head, one, two, three, four, five, connecting the source. Bring back down the heart, a little slower. Okay. Like that, energy has to catch up. Move into solar plexus, sacral, root, five below, one, two, three, four, five. Connect to the center of the earth. And bring back up the heart, up and down. Thank you. Open, release. Recalibrate light. And they're clear. Got it. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. 
Yeah, I decided not to play. I decided just to receive. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't feel much clearer now, they're not going to feel all that energy within their head. It's, yeah. Because it was People sick. need that sometimes. They just need that removed. Mm-hmm. Well, look how calm she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, thank you, Uncle Thomas. So, um, so the show is ending in seven minutes, and um, I want to thank everybody for being here. I want to thank you, Thomas, for being here. Um, thank you. You, and I don't say this, uh, actually, I don't think I've ever, you are a powerful healer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I love about you is that you own your power. Yeah. You're uh, conscious of your power. You don't abuse your power. No. And um, you give. Yeah. And um, oh, here comes in a channel. They, there's something that the guides want me to share with you. You are destined for more greatness. Mm-hmm. People know you. It will be followed with financial abundance. It will be followed with joy, peace, harmony. That's hilarious. And they said, we see a blonde in your life. <laughs> they said, you're going to get that girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. Um, Deborah says, what Deborah says? says, great lessons and confirmations. Thank you, Deborah, for tuning in. Um, Deborah uh, is, our, is one of our hosts. Um, she's on the weekend. She does travel with Deborah, and she's amazing. Um, you know, I, I want to encourage people. I ran that commercial with the, um, with everyone else, um, um, every, everybody's show, you know, Monday through Sunday. Um, the female solution has an amazing team and even I have a hard time keeping up, like to watch everybody's show because it's every morning, 8 a.m. or 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 9 Central. And then, of course, we have Sunday night as well. And then the weekends, I think, are at noon or something. And um, uh, forgive me for not knowing exactly. But the point is, I'm going to ask you to follow Naima Latif. I'm going to ask you to follow Zelda Robinson and Deborah Smith and Thomas Sawyer <laughs> and myself. Um, follow them. And uh, Vietta Robinson, follow her. and. Um, and Dr. Debbie Green, and I uh, know that I'm probably missing somebody, but what I'm saying is they have such huge gifts. Everyone has these gifts to share, and if you're looking for answers, you'll get them. You'll get them from our team. And so I wish for you in this Lionsgate and, and, and beyond that all your dreams come true all the conscious ones and the unconscious ones. Anything you want to add to that, Thomas? Just be the change you wish to see in the world. Yeah. 
Um, if there's not any other questions, I'm actually going to end the show a couple minutes early, four minutes early. I think that we're at a good closing place. So, um, Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, she says, uh, dear Jody, I'll take it. So, um, love you, Teddy. She's a, a longtime family friend. So um, I'm going to run the ending. And Thomas, if you hang out for just a minute, that would be awesome. I'll yeah. bring you back on. So uh, manifest what you're looking for, peeps. Uh, this is uh, this is the time to get what you're looking for. All right.